All right, welcome to Down by the Bank, sponsored by Brewers Pizza, Orange Park, and Clay County's only brew pub. This is Corey. Hey, guys, what's up? It's Derek. Hey, what's up, guys? It's JK3. So we had a lot of feedback uh, about um, you know JK3's intro from last week. We decided you know just to hold a little press conference here, have him comment a little bit on what happened. You know he didn't do a real good job on that intro. It was kind of broken up a little bit. So we really got to hear you know from his perspective what he's thinking about that. So JK3, do you want to share a little bit? Hey man, you know as long as I'm here, you know I want to you know I want my dogs the ball. I want to make sure that you you got the best podcast. You know, the intro was, uh, you know, hey, God's going to take care of it. God's got me. (laughs) Right? There are some F-bombs in there. Oh, my gosh, man. This has been the worst probably 72. um, I don't know how many comes after 72, but uh, (laughs) probably the the worst, like, what was that, 96? Probably 72, 96 hours of probably my modern like Jags history, man. That's my my, yeah. my life, <laughs> bro. Yeah, my life. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. I mean, I don't know, Derek. If you did, you watch the full press conference because that was maybe one of the most horrible things I've ever seen in my life, dude. So when you look at it from a perspective of a maturity, and you want them to take you seriously, I hate to say it, man. Hey, you you know I've I've rock with Jalen Ramsey since the minute he stepped on FSU's campus, man. Didn't even, you know, know who he was. And dang, man, who was this guy coming out of nowhere? You just set yourself back. I don't care how much trade value worth or, you know, how much money you're expecting to get on your uh, next contract extension. You set yourself back, man. You really did. Think about how you were acting up on that podium, man. Come on. Like, you expect them to take you seriously? Even if Marone did get in your face and whatever, which we'll get into all that here in a second, but come on, that's terrible. That's absolutely terrible. Now, don't get—I'm not siding. I'm not siding with one or the other because I think we just need to blow the whole thing up. That's just my personal opinion, and just start over, uh, take the stash, and just go with it. Um, but. Jeez, man. Yeah, I want to know Come whose on. idea that. Like, I know we texted about it. Was it the agent or something? I just can't picture them sitting in a room and saying, "Hey, I got this great idea. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna have a press conference, and you're gonna go up there and basically make a fool out of yourself." Because I, I, I don't know how anybody thought that was a good idea at all. You, you give the guy the the microphone, and you don't know what's gonna come come out of his mouth. And you don't know what he's going to say. You don't know what he's going to do. But you give him five minutes to kind of really just say that. And the bigger thing that Ramsey could have done, uh, and I think this is the only thing that that I disagree with him on. And like Derek said, we'll get into it. But the best thing that he could have done is got up there and just done a, a Marshawn Lynch. You know, just answered, just had a statement for every question they had. You know, everything's fine with me and Doug Marone. Well, Jalen, I saw everything happen on, on Sunday. You know, how, how's your chemistry with the team? Everything's fine with me and Doug and Marone. You know, something like that. You you right. you had the opportunity to really just go in there. But really, that was like the egg that really, if you read between the lines and read between the, the obscenities, you really just saw that this was kind of like, a, all right, see you guys later. This right. is my last, like, this is the last hoorah. Because he's not going to get an exiting press conference. Yeah. I just it's just a horrible audition for other teams that might want to trade for him. I mean, I, that's what I mean when I say 
how much thought went into this is because if I'm one of the teams that potentially is interested in him, maybe I have a little bit of, uh, you know, I'm thinking twice about it after the game Sunday with the confrontation between him and Marone. Games get emotional. Maybe I'll let that go. But then he does that press conference, and for me, it's it's out at that point because he his maturity level just was completely on uh, on display. You, you know, the, one of the craziest things is how did this spiral out of control so quickly? And I guess it didn't. You know, this has been building up. People have you know, speculated that scheme and this dates back to the, that, that game that we don't like talking about in the past. And the fact that, you know, the AFC championship game and Marone's not listening to them and all the guys are gone and they gave Bortles all that money and other people <laughs> are getting paid and it, all this stuff. But it doesn't matter though. It just, it doesn't matter. Like you still, you know, he still has a lot of fans on his side. A lot of fans are still hoping that this ends up working out. But I hate to say, it, I don't think it is. I don't think it's working out at all, man. This, this is just, this is done. So, uh, it's going to be a tough pill to swallow. Hopefully, we can get some draft picks. You know, you know, hopefully, we get some decent draft picks for it. It seems like the asking price is extremely high, and which it needs to be. But uh, the Jags were, you know, dumb enough to let him get up on the podium, and he was dumb enough to act that way. So let them all just be dumb. Let's just blow this thing up and try again, man. Like blow up? Like you mean like rebuild the team? Yeah, no. Khan's the only one that stays. Everybody else except Hmm. for Foles and and, uh, Minshew, everything else is expendable. Everything. Hmm. Everything. That might be extreme. Like front office, <laughs> get rid of get rid of Caldwell. Oh, Winthrop looking sell. Um, get rid of um, freaking you know Marone. Get rid of Coughlin. Get rid of all of them. Just 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 try over. You know, to try it again. Start over. Well, try it's over. A, it's a it's Something. a it's a lose lose. It's a lose lose situation. Um, you know, from 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 a perspective of you're about to lose. You know, uh, probably one of probably the best defensive player. Uh, in the history, uh, uh, or the, someone with the potential to be the best uh, defensive player in the history of our team. Um, so you you do that, and then also you know you you you're losing that, and then the, from the fan base and the fan perspective, you know we've been waiting for a player to catapult us into the national spotlight, someone to do the commercials, someone that's going to be a Pro Bowl caliber caliber and that's been all pro that's played all pro that's done everything he needed to be and you know we're 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 about to lose him as well as far as a fanhood goes and a fan perspective so franchise loses you know one that potential uh you know player that you have and then the fans actually lose you know kind of like an identity and someone who they can kind of band with as well uh you know to get to to kind of bring relevance to your team so and then you got the fans kind of in the middle just like, you know, hey, at the end of the day, I'm going to be, you know, a Jacksonville Jaguars fan of the team and, you know, not to try to get emotionally wrapped up in a player. But at the end of the day, you know, I'm still going to be a fan of this team. But they, the current regime right now is making it so hard to become a, to, to, to be a Jaguar fan, like just making it hard. And you know, that's the worst part about it, man. It's just being stuck in the middle of knowing what's best for your team. And, you know, what your team is going to, you know, ultimately do, because you can't you can't fire Marone and fire Caldwell and fire Coughlin and keep Jalen Ramsey. Mm -hmm. 
you you can't do that because yeah. that just sets a precedent mm-hmm. for when the next regime to come in that if I'm not on if number 20 isn't on if I'm not on his side then there's a chance that I could probably lose my job case in point you know it's kind of like the same thing with LeBron mm-hmm. you know if Le- LeBron doesn't like you you're getting out of there and granted NBA NFL is completely different but it's still you know that same kind of you know mentality and then if you if you let Jalen go, which is probably going to happen, and now you've got a divisive locker room because you've got the players versus the leadership, and you know that's not going to work either. Yeah, no, I mean you're right. You might as well just name him the GM and the head coach if you keep him and let everybody else go. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? It's the same difference. Yeah, I just saw I just saw on Instagram he's completely purged the Jaguars from all of his social media pictures, mentions, everything, follows. Yeah, he did that a couple days ago. See, that's the maturity thing right that there, man. That is so lame. Yeah, Isn't man, that's it? some that's some high school boo-boo stuff, man. I don't get why you go through all that. Just to, You know, you sat there and took the time to go through every single picture and delete it. You don't, you, you must have been, he must have been hot. He must have been mad. Not for the fact that he did it. That he actually sat there and took the time to do it. Like, it's so lame though yeah, just like you said it's stupid. like it's like it's like something my daughter's in middle school i mean that sounds like something that they would do you know what i mean her feuding yeah. with like some other little little you know girl gangs or cliques or whatever you call that nowadays hopefully oh, they don't geez. have gangs oh, <laughs> oh, he, he, he still he still does have some you know some maturing to do i mean there, there there's definitely that i mean he's an emotional player uh he plays you know, with a chip on his shoulder and, but he does have that emotional factor. And, you know, that's kind of like his gift and his curse, you know, three years back, he's on the sideline crying because he just wants to win. Right. Yeah. And the cameras are on him. You know, he's got that emotional, uh, that thing and everything else like that. Go to 2017. We're going to the Super Bowl, and we're going to win that. And everyone loves it. Everyone's screaming, ah, the T-shirt. It's on T-shirts and everything else like that. And now, fast forward to to this year, he's not being put in the right position. He's not being used a certain way. He's not getting paid, number one. We're not winning. So, of course, now here comes the raw emotion of, I'm ready to leave. Yeah. He definitely walks a fine line between passion and... uh, you know, passion and immaturity. Being you know, definitely, yeah, he definitely has a fine line between those two. Um, I mean, and he's been like that for the for the longest time. I mean, there there are so many stories of him getting kicked out of FSU practices um, mm. that I've I've heard before. So, but the the biggest thing when you look at this from a coaching staff, coaches aren't just paid to coach; they're paid to manage personalities. If you look at the good teams, if you look, you know, we always bring up the Patriots because guess what? They keep winning. So we're going to keep bringing them up. Look at the Patriots. Look at Belichick. Look at how well he manages the personalities. And he's got the biggest one of them all, you know, Tom Brady. And I'm not saying Tom Brady's not, you know, he's not a problem child. I'm not saying that, but he still, you know, he knows he's good. And that's, he's managing that personality to the point where, yeah, Tom Brady's one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever live, but. If you ever look at some of the film that they show during the preseason, Belichick's still out there, still yelling at him, still telling them what to do. That's what I'm talking about. And he's doing it in a way that there's still a respectful coach-player relationship. 
That's how all the all the good teams that have those types of players that get you to that next level of winning, you have to have that. Mm-hmm. So we don't have that. Roland, and the way you can tell is, you know, multiple reasons. One, like JK3 said earlier, you got players in the video telling Marone to get back to the sidelines and coach. Yeah, what was that about? Was that what they were doing? Was yeah. getting, like, I've fighting never, that? I've yeah. never seen that, and I asked Derek, and, you know, and and if anyone else that has seen something like that before, it, it, it's crazy. I've never seen, and, and it's so funny because Sunday happens, and you, you see them, you see him arguing, and you see Jalen barking at the sideline. And I don't know if it was maybe one of those things where it's like, you know, him just screaming to the sideline, you know, maybe, you know, hyping up the secondary, just saying, yeah, you're right, keep throwing it my way, doing his typical Jalen thing. But the more times you go back and actually watch the tape, you really realize that he's actually yelling in the direction of Marone or and or Walsh, uh, you know, as well. So, of course, they have their words and everything else like that. And then he comes over and Jalen, he shouldn't have put his hands on Marone. Mm-hmm. That, that's one thing he shouldn't have done. I, I don't want anyone that listens to this podcast to go to your work or your job and put your hands on your manager and see what happened. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, that's still his boss, right? And then Marone comes back over to the sideline to finish it. And then you unanimously have a position group standing up in front of Jalen and telling the coaches to go back the other way. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> that's what that that's what I'm saying, man. That's that's what like it and it stinks. It sucks so bad. But when you have that type of unity and then the Jags on the other end are also painting and they're not not the Jags per se, but people are painting Jalen to be the villain because he wants to because he's requesting a trade. And they're saying that there's a bad locker room. It's bad for the locker room because of his personality and his brashness. And the 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 locker room is united around him. You know what I mean? So if you if you fire Marone and fire uh, you know some of the front office and keep him there, now you've essentially got a mutiny. Yeah. What's mm-hmm. the, where are the priorities at though? Like they're united about around him. I mean, I get like maybe the the camaraderie and friendship part of it, but what's the objective? I mean, I don't understand. Isn't the whole point of all this to, to win and, you know, I don't know, win football games. Like what, what are they united around? Shouldn't they be united around the team doing better and everybody being cohesive and having good rapport? You know what I mean? What does that even mean? You would think so, but you got to look at the timeline of events of how close they were and how, you know, how close they were to getting to reaching their goal to how far they've fallen off in the shortest period of time possible. Bad. Like, terrible. And then, I mean, I have my opinion. People, you know, everyone has different opinions. But I've mentioned it before. Like, the draft picks that we've blown, the mm-hmm. guys that we signed that we shouldn't have, the guys that we cut that we shouldn't have, we all know who they are. Who they are. We're not going to go down the list for the 5,000th 5, time. But think about that as a player. So you're telling me, dude, I've made two Pro Bowls, been all pro. I got everybody saying I'm top three corner in the league. Half of my buddies are gone. They gave an extension to somebody who hurt us. Like every game, pretty much. 
and you telling me that I can't get paid? And so then that, that goes to the other parts of the team. You know, other guys are sitting there like, why don't you pay him? And then, you know, the, the, you know then you're like, man, they ain't going to pay Yannick. They gave, they shortchanged him. They gave Miles that money, and that's my dog and everything. You know, and then I'm just thinking, you know, out loud, like how they would think, that's my, that's my guy right there. But, man, how come we ain't getting paid? Like, what do they mean? Mm-hmm. That that's just a, a big pile of you know what that started off like a pebble and it is rolling down that hill, man, rolling down that hill. So, you, you, and then there's the the philosophical things with the defense that they you know the, the whether it was the cover three zone or the you know the four deep that they were running in that AFC Championship game, you know they they never forget or. You know, they started off the season last year 3-1. People forget about that. Look, they were 3-1 and one last year, and it just has been on a nosedive since then. All that stuff, man. You got all those things. It's just piled up. And, and who knows? And these are the things we know and speculating. What about the things we don't know? Like, I'm sure there's some in there. There's got to be some arguments in some team meetings or, you know, Marone did probably try to pull him into the office and talk to him before all this happened, and they probably left shouting at each other that we ain't ever going to know about. I guarantee you something, not that exact thing, but something like that has probably happened before. Yeah. I like not when just people, with Ramsey, but with other people too, other players too. I like when they would try to ask him for like specifics on their relationship in the press conference. He was like, I, I know what you're trying to do, and I'm not going to go there. I'm not doing it. You saw yeah. that? I'm not going to give you what y'all reaching for. Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> so, but you, you got to look at it this way too, man. This couldn't have come at a worse time. <laughs> We're getting ready to play a team that we just can't beat. And it's a darn shame too because, you know, with Foles out, we thought the season was lost and we got us a six-round pick that I don't know about you guys, but. I was on, you know, a little bit edge of my seat on that last drive. I'm like, he, he's, oh. gonna, he's gonna get us in, man. He, oh, he's a gamer. Yeah. He's oh, a gamer, yeah. bro. Oh yeah. I mean, Sunday, Sunday was one of those things, and I don't understand why they won't let Minshew loose. Is because the passes that he's thrown, the decisions that he's made, besides him fumbling the ball and holding on to it, that'll grow. He's got to get that pocket timing down, like to know and the, that feel around him when he's about to get, you know. Uh, uh, collapsed on, but the throws that he's been making downfield have been accurate as heck. I mean, they've been there. So you got to turn this guy loose. You got to let him throw the ball. This isn't Blake anymore. You know, you you got to let him throw the football. You got to give him the confidence. And I'm sitting here Sunday on the edge of my seat, and when you it's it's it hits different when you lose because of coaching. Mm-hmm. When you when you don't lose because of of, of a play inside of the inside of the field but when you lose based off coaching and granted I I went on Twitter and I said I loved the uh I, I loved the, the the go for two call I still do love it but I don't love you giving the ball to Leonard fournette tiptoeing <laughs> who hasn't done anything all game mm. and and those are the type of decisions man that that have really just just led to and just have stacked onto each other that have led this franchise and have led to where we are right now. Those those decisions, those no-brainers where it's like, all right, we're gonna go for two right here. If we're gonna win the play, I'm gonna I'm gonna run a draw. Oh, hey, let's draw this up. Draw out of the shotgun. They'll never see this coming. 
a draw out of the shotgun that you haven't that that you ran and you haven't had any push on the line at all. You haven't had any this guy this quarterback's got more rushing attempts or excuse me more rushing yards and half the attempts than your running back does right now. And hey, we're going for two. You got the signal up holding the two. Hey, and the call is uh shotgun draw for net. They probably were like, "What?" <laughs> And then, like, Minshew's I mean, dad, who was up in the crowd, you saw him. He's probably so yeah. pissed. <laughs> I mean, you, you see Minshew, he probably put his hands over his over his helmet again to just be like, wait, no, the crowd isn't loud. I just need to make sure I heard what I heard. I, you, Coach, you said draw, shotgun draw, Fournette. Okay. All right. Hey, guys. This is what we're getting. This is where we're going to the ball. I mean, it's, it's wild, man. It's crazy. I cannot believe that. You and, and it just stinks so bad actually watching your team lose because of a coaching error and not because of a quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, Derek, would you have uh, gone for it? I mean, I think you just – my thing was I like playing it safe. I would have kicked the field goal because it seemed like we had all that momentum anyway. But were you yeah. a fan of it? No, and you know what? That, that would have been the, the safest route because of the fact that the defense was playing so well. Deshaun Watson wouldn't get nothing on us. I don't oh, know where that gosh. was. Deshaun Watson wouldn't get nothing. And Jalen, once he calmed down, he, him that, that secondary, they're really getting after it. Dude, but to, to stop you really quick, I, I'm not to cut you off. I just thought of something really quick. But remember earlier in the week, they were saying that Jalen was mad. And the reason why they had the beef with Marone and Jalen was because of a challenge play. There is yeah. no way a challenge, a, a challenge, a three-yard challenge for DeAndre Hopkins is what led to this. There's yeah. no way. That there's, was just a, that was just no tipping way. point. That was just a tipping point. No and who way. knows? Maybe maybe Hopkins and uh, Jalen had a little wager. If Hopkins caught one pass, Jalen had to give him ten grand or something like that. You never know. Like you never know those things. So well, what, what just, was the what was the thing with the zone versus man thing? Somebody was uh, saying, or I guess they were asking him in the press conference if that was one of the reasons that he was upset. Was that something that potentially could have been no, the so? When the Jags get in trouble, and they they've done this historically, when they when Marone gets a little bit scared, he jumps back into a three deep zone, and Jalen, although he could probably play anything, he's a pressed man guy. He likes to get up in dude's face and go man, like usually cover one or cover two all day, and um, a lot of if you ever notice a lot of those interceptions that like Gibson had when he was here, the ones he didn't drop, where they were in a cover two man or a single high safety. Uh, and Jalen would tip the ball to try and get them to pick it off. So it's kind of it's kind of how he plays. It's, to be honest with you, I think that's when he's at his best. But sometimes the coaching staff, they'll get in, they'll drop into that cover three. And, yeah, if you face a rookie quarterback, you know, they might, you know, try to figure it out. You can disguise it a little bit. But most of the guys that are seasoned in the NFL, they'll pick a cover three apart. Hmm. Exactly. Yeah, they'll pick it apart in a matter of no time. So that's why they get frustrated because he, you know, just he feels like he's, you know, more of a man, press man guy. But I tell you, I would have, to be honest with you, if he did go for two, they should have faked the ball to Fournette, rolled Minshew out to the right, and gave him one, maybe two looks, and basically said, okay. There's two looks. If it, if it ain't there, you got to get there. I could have lived with that. Had yeah. we lost that way and he didn't yes. make it, or if yes. it was incomplete, Absolutely. I could have lived with that. Absolutely. But because we lost it in such a crazy way, 
it's 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 a very difficult decision because in a in some form of fashion maybe he was trying to sp- you know spark some energy into the team win the locker room you know try to win the game as opposed to tie and go to overtime and let it drag out to some dumb rule to end up losing but it's a tough pill to swallow man and and you know a lot of those players you know when you get those competitive spirits going some of those guys are ultra ultra competitive like when they start losing they start acting out <laughs> and yeah. yeah we see it is yeah, evident <laughs> yeah no i i agree i and that it's just it's just crazy how it it was I mean, to that point where they said that it was you know the reason why they got into the scuffle and the reason why the the tempers were flaring is because maroon didn't call that uh didn't call the challenge which it wouldn't have gotten overturned because DeAndre Hopkins are there. There wasn't conclusive evidence to see that the actual ball hit the ground. So, and again, there's no way that was done. But Derek, like you mentioned, man, that zone is what gets this team into trouble so bad. Is because with a zone or with a zone defense, it's all about passing, passing someone off to someone. You know what I mean? And this defense doesn't do very well passing anyone's responsibilities to someone else's zone. In my opinion, zone only works when a quarterback is not reading a defense and when they're trying to run everything based off timing routes. If he's not even looking at the defense, he automatically knows one or two reads and he's going to throw the ball in a place where it's going to be. If you've got a quarterback like that, that's going to throw the ball at a certain spot and expect for your receivers to, to, to run with it. Great. But the Jaguars, man, they got too They have too much talent on this team to be running a zone. They are fast everywhere they got the defensive line that's gonna you know cause the pressure they've got the linebackers who are going to get places i mean you heard leon jacobs names being being heard quincy williams had a uh had, had some had a pretty good game i think he led the team in tackling um and then on top of that with trey herndon and uh and ramsey you held the the, the texans to like nine catches for um don't don't quote me but i mean it was just a ridiculous amount of of production coming from Trey Hearn and, 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 and Jalen Ramsey compared to the week before what they did against new Orleans. I could have swore Deshaun Watson was going to light this team up. And then if they didn't play to their capabilities and the defense actually, you know, came in and, and played a def- decent, you know, day. And it, it's just crazy, man, to lose like that. It's just, especially when they want to run a zone. I'll tell you right now, man, uh, the Titans mm-hmm. are, They've been just a pain in our butt, man, for years. Okay, we go back 20 years uh, this year. And this was just a wrong time to be having, you know, these discussions, these issues. Uh, Mariota seems like that nerve problem from last year is gone. Um, you know, you know, still obviously have Derrick Henry. And they just find ways to win games. Yeah. And they're sitting there. Say, I heard on um, one of the local radio stations they were going to talk to someone about what the Titans think about this. Why do we care what the Titans think about this, man? Like, why do we care? We know how they think. They love it. They're like, come home, Jalen. Come home. You know, they're, they're like those bunch of idiots down there. Like, why would you even let's, – let's call up somebody from Titan. Like, that's just stupid. Yeah. Yeah, we know how they feel. Okay? They want to see us struggle. They want to see our fans, you know – basically getting upset like we have been and they're going to come down here and they're going to whoop us again 
because we got a coach that can't get along with his players, and that's just a fact, man. It's just yeah. a fact. And, and what I was just starting to say was uh, they held DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller uh, nine catches, 80 yards. Wow. Insane. That's um, crazy. How do you guys think the turnout's going to be Thursday night for the game? I know I can't make it because I have classes and stuff, so I'm I'm out unfortunately. But nerd. Um, yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> hey man. Hey, hey man. Don't don't knock don't knock the 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 scholar over there. He's going to be the one of those. Never mind. But um, it's I bet you it's going to be a good turnout because Thursday night something to do. You know, I've said it before. This is a fad town, man. People go with what's popular, and it's not going to be hot. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That too. So you got an excuse. I get to get off work early. Go tailgate. This might be Jalen's last game. Go boo him. Go to the buzz zone. <laughs> no, get a beer. Boo. Come back. Boo him some more. Oh, they're gonna, uh, bro. Every time he makes a play, they're gonna. There's gonna be gonna some boo people him? out there. Yeah, there's gonna there's, be some people out there booing. They're I'm gonna boo him. You. It's gonna be split 50 50. Half yeah. the crowd's gonna boo him. Half the crowd's gonna boo Marone. And then the whole crowd's gonna boo the Titans. So there's just gonna yeah. be a bunch of boos, and yeah, then if we birds out. if we score, you know, Minshew, you know, you'll see the mustaches and all that around. But man, it's just couldn't have come at a worse time. Just couldn't have come at a worse time. The the thing that aggravates me the most too is that like where where so if if you do if you do beat Tennessee tomorrow, if you do beat them, right? The next game is against Denver, who's currently zero and two. The week after that, I think it's Carol. Uh, week after that is it. Carolina? Carolina? Yeah. yeah, Carolina. Not doing good. Cam Newton is is hurt. Uh, and the week after that, you've got Drew Brees – or excuse me, you got the Drew Brees-less Saints, um, you know, after that as well. I mean, what a what an awesome time to turn the season around and take the season back. Most of the people and most of the NFL, you know, people out there said that this team had the potential to be 10-6. and six. Um, And that's with, you know, decent quarterback play coming from Nick Foles. In my opinion, Minshew, he's not Nick Foles, but he hasn't lost us any games. Yeah. The two games that we lost were because the Chiefs came out and the Chiefs are currently just godly right now. And the second game that we lost was because of poor coaching. None of them have anything to do with Gardner Minshew. Yeah. It puts a shadow on so much uh positive momentum you know although we lost the game um shark dj shark man. oh man dude dude hey i tell you i was wrong i was wrong man i hope he continues to play the way he's been playing it's amazing marquise lee can sit on the bench and, and go somewhere you know see that's another thing think about that court you, you mentioned earlier like you know why what's with the camaraderie why they're so mad whatever whoop de whoop and i'm not saying i don't know they're uh, and I don't know their uh, relationship, so you really can't even speak on it. But even Marquise Lee got paid. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Marquise Lee paid, played like a half a game in two years, or however long it's been since he's played a game. You know. Yeah. Um, Where is he, by the way? When is he? He's hurt back? again. He he came back. He played a couple uh, snaps in the first game, and then he got hurt again. His knees still bothering him. I mean, right now you're work, you're working off Chris Conley and uh, DJ Chark, and honestly, and Chris, yeah, and Westbrook, and, and Chris Conley just has basically just shown you that there's too many weapons in KC. They just they just can't give the ball enough. I mean, when you got Demarcus Robinson, uh, who who played at Florida, making plays, I mean, it, that's that's deep. 
so yeah, Conley has stepped up also and, and and made some big grabs. Even he did have one one drop on Sunday that was just hit him right in the hands, and it's just like, you know. But I think Minshew made it up the next play, so I wasn't really too too terribly upset about it. But yeah, you man, know. they. So is the is the O line O line really quick before we before we wrap up? How's the O line gonna play tomorrow? You know, I'll tell you they. They did okay against the Texans. They, they, they did okay, as good as they can, can do. And obviously we have holes in the line because we have some injuries you know, going on right now. So continue to play you know, better. I know that Tennessee usually gets up for that you know, as far as playing us because they feel that our O-line's weak and quarterback play is even weaker. But I, I, I hope you know, Casey and them really do talk trash to Minshew because they're going to find out really quick, man. That young man doesn't care. <laughs> he don't care about nothing. You can see it in his eyes, man. He doesn't care. He fumbled the ball three times last week. Yeah, he didn't he, seem rattled. Yeah, all. he didn't care. He didn't care. He just went right back to the bench like, hey, where'd that come from? Whoop, whoop, okay, good. And got back up. I'm like, dude, this is amazing. This is great. So, I yeah. mean, I think they played like crap. <laughs> Just because they couldn't get any push off the ball, man. I mean, but again, decimated with injuries. I I agree. But I mean, I think it's it ter- comes back to full strength with Cam uh, Awehi, uh will, will be back as well for this game. Um, so yeah, man. I mean, it's just well, I can't I, stress it enough, bro. They gotta beat the Titans, man. I this is two years going. You just gotta beat the team. I want to say they beat them, but then again, man, I think it's just one of. Yeah, I think they I. I think Tennessee comes in here and just eats our lunch again. Yeah, I, th- I think we're going to get blown out. <laughs> yeah, and that could happen. I just, I just say that with the O-line, man, because of the fact that we were texting about this during the game. The play calling was so predictable. Like, how many times do you think we ran on first down? Yeah. Especially in the first half. Oh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> it was yeah. every first down. Yeah. Every first down. They, so, they ran. So you look at it from a you know predictability standpoint, and I thought DeFilippo was supposed to come in here and you know, change some things up. And I get we have the rookie quarterback. I'm curious to see is how much is you know Marone really uh, playing into hey, dial it back some you know protect the guy you know only give him so many packages or whatnot of plays. So that's why I think the O line did as good as they could do. I'll take it. It was a crap job. You were right, but I'll take it. Uh, but dang it, let's just go out and freaking win. <laughs> yeah, they got to. I mean, they, they, bro, they, they have. DiFilippo has has got to let Minshew loose, man. Mm-hmm. He he really does. He's got to let him loose. They've got to start running some things. They've got to start really just letting teams know that he can he has a threat and he can actually throw the ball and make a really good decision and throwing the ball. I think he's proved it. Um I think he's shown that he has a little bit of escapability when he got away from Merciless and JJ Watt last week. Bro, that was that's cool, a, yeah. That that is a sack all day long. If you get if you got Merciless on your back and JJ Watt, you know, still trying to, you know, bring you down, you will your way to that. And then <laughs> after all that, that that drive that he had, we're <laughs> Shotgun draw to Fournette, bro. Like that is so comical, man. As soon as they handed the ball off, I swear I walked. I walked straight upstairs and went and went to bed. I knew that it wasn't gonna happen. I knew he wasn't gonna get in. I knew it. 
So you didn't even watch the end of the play. You just Bro, got up as soon as-, as soon as I was standing up. I was standing up in front of my TV. As soon as I saw them, actually, I, as soon as I saw them hand the ball off, because I thought it could have been like a, 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 a play action. As soon as I saw them hand the ball off and I saw Fortnite all the pile, I went right upstairs immediately, <laughs> immediately went upstairs immediately. Like I just knew he wasn't going to get it. Yeah, that's really funny, actually. Hmm. Well, well, great. <laughs> Good. <laughs> this is a great season so far. I'm really excited. Oh, man. Well, I hope everybody, you know, uh, turn, either goes to the game or shows your support. Uh, they're going to need it. And uh, we'll see what happens if if, if uh, Jalen's last hurrah, if he plays, you know, do you think he plays? Do you guys think he plays? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you heard Todd Wash, he is taking notes in practice. So Bro, I don't. I, and that's another thing too. I don't get if you're gonna trade this guy by Friday, <laughs> why would you go out and make him play on Thursday night? Worst case scenario, what if he gets hurt? There goes all of your trade capital. That goes yeah. all of your incentive. That goes everything. And if they're thinking about trading this guy, another reason why I'm not excited about the, the picks as well is because they haven't done well with having the draft picks. <laughs> so, well, like, you're you're basically trading Jalen Ramsey for a ham sandwich and a bag of Fritos right now, because the way that the front office picks. That's why they got to go too. Yeah. Oh man. Well, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be very interesting tomorrow. I hope everyone uh, tunes in. Uh, don't forget, man. Make sure you give us a five star rating on uh, on iTunes, you know, SoundCloud, wherever. You know, we get some funny ones. Uh, I think we got one uh, last week. A guy said we didn't know what we were talking about, but that's okay. <laughs> yes. Funny, yeah. that's it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty comical. You know, I love, I love this username too. Is the generic username? It's probably somebody that just doesn't like us that just signed up just to hate on us really quick. But, uh, <laughs> but. Uh, Anyway, that, was a, that was a that was a SoundCloud commenter, so I don't really count those to be honest. Yeah, with you. Like yeah, like so. SoundCloud rappers, you know that kind of thing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh gosh. All right, man. Well, uh, hey guys, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. And uh, you know, hey, go Jags, and we'll we'll talk to you soon. The headlines remind us daily: the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine. Stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour 3-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com